0: Alright, so here we are with our next installment in the series, Glimpses of Glimpses, and this of course is a commentary on the book, Glimpses of a Golden Childhood by Osho. And in a moment, what I'm going to do is we're just going to talk about Osho's bodyguard and a few of the things around what happened with him and just more in general with Osho's security. But before we get into that, I just thought I would read a little bit from the book just to give us a bit more of an idea of what he's like and what these sessions were like with his dictations. So, in a previous chapter, we did talk about Osho relating to this Jaina monk and there was quite a lot of... (laughs) controversy when he went to see this Jaina monk with his father and asked him lots of questions and really started pressing him about his religious beliefs but that is sort of related to this passage here and also related to this is the idea that well, Osho didn't have much of an education which was actually a good thing because that meant that the conditionings of the times were not impressed upon him. So, let me read a little bit. This is from page 57. And we'll just, we'll just see what he's saying in this session. I have been talking about an incident that is absolutely important to understand my life and its workings and it is still alive for me. By the way, I was saying I can still remember, but the word remember is not, wi- not right. I can still see the whole incident happening. Of course, I was just a young child, but that does not mean that what I said is not to be taken seriously. In fact, it is the only serious thing I have ever talked about. Suicide. To a Westerner, it may seem a little rude to ask a monk, who is almost like a pope, to the Jainas such a question. Why don't you commit suicide? But be kind to me. Let me explain before you conclude or stop listening to me. Jainism is the only religion in the world which respects suicide. Now it is your turn to be surprised. Of course, they do not call it suicide; they give it a beautiful metaphysical name, Santhara. I am against it, particularly the way it is done; it is very violent and cruel; it is strange that a religion which believes in nonviolence should preach Santhara (suicide). You can call it metaphysical suicide, but after all suicide is suicide. The name does not matter. What matters is that the man is no longer alive. Why am I against it? I am not against the right of man to commit suicide. No, it should be one of the basic human rights. If I don't want to live, who has the right to force me to live? If I myself want to disappear, then all all that others can do is to make it as comfortable as possible. Note it one day I would like to disappear. I cannot live forever. Just the other day someone showed me a car sticker. It says I am proud that I am American. I looked at it and then afterwards I cried over it. I am not an American and I am proud that I am not an American, nor am I an Indian, then who am I? I am proud that I am nobody. That is where my whole journey has brought me, to nobodyness, to homelessness, to nothingness. I have even renounced enlightenment, which nobody has done before me. I also renounce illumination the illumination of that german idiot i have no religion no country no home the whole world is mine End quote. so this this little bit here that he refers to the German idiot was just one of the people he was talking about earlier. But at least that gives you a little bit of an idea of how he saw himself and what sort of person he sort of became. If you can really say he was a sort of person, right? It's almost like he's not a sort of person. <laughs> so now I just thought I would mention quickly that Osho always had a bodyguard, even when he was a child. And this was something that, you know, one of his family members organized for him, which was to have someone follow him around with a gun, basically, from a distance. And even when he was off in the woods and swimming and with the trees and being in nature and doing all his sort of mischief, he had a bodyguard around him, quite strangely. And there have been so many times when people have attempted to kill Osho. So, there was one time when someone came to kidnap Osho and the bodyguard did actually have to shoot. And I think what happened was the bodyguard didn't even kill the people who had come to kidnap Osho, even though he could have. He was sort of within his rights and he had that opportunity. He sort of shot near them and they ran away and he just scared them off instead of killing them. And there was a lot of assassination attempts on Osho. I mean, one, one most notoriously famous one was when someone turned up at his speeches and and threw a knife at him. And and it just missed him, right? It went off to the side or something and, you know, there was this big kerfuffle. And the thing is that Osho didn't even flinch. <laughs> he didn't even stop the the talk, right? Because all the organizers were like, oh, we need to stop this talk and, you know, reset all the security. And And Osho says, no, no, we'll just keep going. Let's just continue the talk because we know what's happened and we can see it. And he continued on. So... That gives you a bit of a sense of <laughs> really how he felt about these these people coming to kill him. And I remember hearing one of the questions in his discourses being asked, where basically someone stood up and they said, Osho, well, I don't get it, right? Why do so many people want to kill you? Why is there so much chaos around you? Why is there controversy and you know political upheaval and people trying to get you and all these sorts of things and essentially his answer was that the chaos was always there the upheaval was always there it was just that to illuminate it or to bring it to light or to contrast it there needed to be someone peaceful there needed to be someone soft they needed to be someone who was very much not a part of that. Like, because if you look at Osho, he he is very peaceful, right? He talks softly, he preaches love and forgiveness and all that lovey dovey gooey stuff, essentially. And it's like, well, what is he trying to do? He's trying to build an ashram where people can dance and meditate, right? Where, where is the violence in that? <laughs> where is the controversy in that? And yet, so many people had this kind of reaction to him. And there were a number of incidences with his institutions. I mean, one was, one was burnt to the ground, right? They turned up and they, they just burnt his whole, his whole place down. And, and why? Why? Who knows, right? Who really knows? why there is this massive reaction to him. So that's a little bit about his bodyguard and his sort of way of understanding well why violence is sort of surrounding him even though he is very peaceful and he had a bodyguard throughout his whole life, not just in his childhood but also throughout his later years and of course he would have like a whole team of a whole team of security. <laughs> By the time he was blown up into the big phenomenon that he was. And there is another little story which sort of dovetails nicely with these illustrations. Which is that Osho had a man who turned up who tried to kill him. And... He made the attempt, but then later organized to meet this man. And he sat down with him and he said to him, If you can give me a good reason why I shouldn't live, I will stop breathing and die. And this was just like such a shock. To the assassin it was such a, a breaking realization that he actually became a sannyasin and it was that was the turning point where he said this man is is something someone I really do need to follow and I really do need to learn from because he couldn't think of a good reason and to be given that option to say well state your reasons and if it's Right? I will go through it. I will go through with it because truth is more than... Truth is worth more than life. It's essentially what he was saying. And that really was, well, quite an amazing gesture for Osho to say to someone who tried to kill him. Most people would be (laughs) quite defensive, I think, against... The people that tried to kill them. (laughs) So that's a little bit about Osho's bodyguard and the chaos that surrounded him. And we will talk more in the next episode about some of the other little stories as we have been in this series. So when you're ready, you can go ahead and check that out. Otherwise, thanks very much. And we'll be back soon with more.